do want to get our uh, America's pastor here, uh, Rob McCoy, who can, I think, give us a good message here. Um, so, uh, Andrew, you've been going for about five and a half hours now? I don't know what, the, yeah. what uh, time is. It? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll gladly uh, give my seat up for Rob. So yeah, we could sub you in and out. And I then, will. Uh, uh, let's I will play talk some tape soon. here too. I think we have some tape here. Uh, again, of kind of. Do we have the scaffolding tape queued up, uh, Connor? I think we have. Okay. That's coming of what's happening there. The, the crowd in uh, in the uh, uh, the capital seems to be dissipating a little bit um and let's all welcome uh, pastor rob mccoy here how are we doing rob i'm doing all right so uh just some good fresh blood into here and so uh how are you so rob what do you make of all this well i was listening to uh vice president biden and he invoked uh lincoln and what's fascinating to me is this week uh, 158 years ago this week the Emancipation Proclamation was established mm. by Lincoln, declaring that all persons would be free in the South. And then last night, we, we watch as Georgia in the South elects two senators who declare that a, a child in the womb is not a person. Yeah. We're going backwards. And God's not going to look at a nation that aborts a million babies a year, and 40% of those are black children. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is a holocaust on the black community. Their birth rate is flatlined. And now the vice president invokes Lincoln. And here we are watching the Capitol after <clears throat> elections being stolen and spurious activity. The American people are frustrated. Uh, their counselors, which is the First Amendment, mm -hmm. we the people are the, are the sovereign in the nation. And our founders gave us counselors with the First Amendment the pulpits, the press, the freedom of speech, all that's being stifled. Now, who were the players in this nefarious action on the Capitol? We don't know. We have no idea. But we do know this, that the nation is in turmoil. And so if Vice President Biden invokes Lincoln, I shall do the same. This was his first inaugural address. He was despised. The nation, before he'd even stepped into office, states it seceded from the Union. And he said, on or he said on the inaugural address, the first one, he said, we're not enemies, but friends. We must not be enemies. Though passion may have strained it, we must not break our bonds of affection, the mystic cords of memory stretching from every battlefield and patriot grave to every living heart and hearthstone all over this broad land will yet swell the chorus of the union when again touched as surely they will be by the better angels of our nature. Charlie, you said, Fascinatingly enough, and, and Isabel, as I've been watching you guys, you're, you're, you're covering this wisely. And Charlie, you said we have a split history with the 1619 Project and, and mm -hmm. watching as we no longer have a shared history. <clears throat> but, I, I want to get to that, Rob. Yeah, hold sorry, that go ahead. One sec. I just want to get what the president, the president has given some remarks. Let's, let's hear what he has to say really quick. Sorry, Rob. No worries. Let's play tape. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. 
But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. Mm. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. Go home and go home in peace. Sorry, Rob. I just wanted to play that. <laughs> that's that's the president. Right yeah. So we just wanted to play that uh, as it happens. Wow. So, so you were uh, you were chatting about uh, Lincoln. Lincoln, and, but and yeah. I would also add with the president, uh, Mr. President, peace is not the absence of conflict. Mm -hmm. But I, I understand what he's asking for. He, he, this violence right now and the confusion. But I'm gonna. I'm, my point was invoking the first inaugural address, watching as Vice President Biden invoking the words of Lincoln. Lincoln gets to his second inaugural address. Um, he didn't have any hope of winning a second term. And it wasn't until Sherman had split the South and gotten down to Georgia. And um, when he did the Emancipation Proclamation, January of 1863, by, by July of 1863, you had Gettysburg. And he just get, kept getting the rolls of all the dead. 2% of our nation's population died on a field of battle, 650,000. To end the misery of slavery, four million slaves in 1860. He gets to the second inaugural address that he thought he'd never give. And he speaks to the nation and he says, on the occasion corresponding to this four years ago, all thoughts were anxiously directed to an impending civil war. All dreaded it, all sought to avert it. While the inaugural address was being delivered from this place, devoted altogether to saving the union without war, insurgent agents were in the city seeking to destroy it without war seeking to dissolve the union and divide effects by negotiation both parties deprecated deprecated war but one of them would make war rather than let the nation survive and the other would accept war rather than let it perish and war came hmm. charlie you're getting beat up on both sides well just by i mean i generally it's supportive it's just some people are calling me for a civil war i understand as a minister and and listen I, I do not condone the theft. I do not condone the what's occurred in this nation and how they have destroyed so many aspects of our republic, our constitutional republic. And, and I'm in California facing this and I'm in the middle of lawsuits as they are violating the First Amendment brutally. But I still hold to Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven, be anxious and nothing. But in all things, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Calm down. You know, we, we need to sort this out. There's a time for everything. And everyone wants to take up arms. Not everyone. I'm saying those who are anxious about it. Make sure that you have assessed everything. We, have, we don't even know who's invaded the Capitol. We don't know what's going on. And all the words I'm getting is that this is, that this is odd. Mm -hmm. So folks, I would just encourage America. God has greater purposes. We wanted this all to end last night with the opportunity of at least holding the Senate. It didn't. Yeah, it just got called, also just called yeah. the winner. Yeah. And, and, and you look at that and you, you, you're struggling because you look at dominion and all these other things and whatever that is. But none of this caught God by surprise. Mm -hmm. He's not saying, oh, how the heck did that happen? 
And there's purposes to the Almighty. Lincoln understood that. I think we need to realize that America will be great when America's good, and when America ceases to be good, it'll cease to be great. And right now, we have to introspectively look at our lives and look at this nation. You can't abort a million babies a year. Mm -hmm. When these inalienable rights begin with the very first one, life, then liberty, then the pursuit of happiness, because liberty and happiness are a scarce little value without life. America must reevaluate. You've got, you've got Christian worship leaders with this now senator-elect mm -hmm. who declares himself a pastor when Jesus says, I've come that they might have life, and he, he declares the death of a child in the womb as acceptable to God. Raphael Warnock, yeah. And you have Lecrae leading a concert as a Christian worship leader. We got this really backwards, folks. And the church is under attack and everything's, but, but God has his purposes. You don't fix a nation uh, with, with light and transient issues. You have to really realize God rules in the affairs of men and especially nations. And he's not going to stand idly by. We have to really examine our lives and what's important. And does this republic matter? Because only immoral people can govern a republic. I'm not calling for dominionism. I'm not calling for a theocracy. I'm calling for us to really reflect in our lives to a nation that was conceived in liberty by declaring that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator. We didn't de decide what denomination, but we recognize that every person is accountable to God. And when we abandon that, we're in trouble. Yeah. Amen. America, wake up. So uh, we're uh, still trying to make sense of what... Um you know, Vice President Pence will do once this reconvenes. Um, we're hearing mixed reports, but it looks like he is not going to use the plenary power that has been trusted in him right. to uh, either send it back to the state legislators or not count the votes from the states. So uh, this uh, entire kind of, uh, you know, process has been uh, delayed, to say the least, and kind of put into uh, kind of been put into uncertainty. What's your take on the entire kind of Mike Pence thing? Well, first of all, it, it seemed as though he was signaling. And as I heard him speak at SAS, I thought, well, you know, may, maybe, maybe he is going to stand. Uh, and, and then, you know, when given an opportunity to do the right thing and you do the easy thing, that's not the right thing. Mm -hmm. and, and now you've disenfranchised 74 million voters who haven't had a chance to allow the evidence to be seen. These lawsuits haven't been kicked out by lack of evidence. No one's wanted to take them up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and now 74 million people won't be heard. And you're taking the easy route out and you're using the absence of history. Well, thank God there's an absence of case study that this nation has survived for, what, 244 years, although the election of 1876 was tragic. And that's that's where we are. We're revisiting this. But I, I was expecting more from Vice President Pence. And, and he you hasn't know, acted yet. But, he hasn't. You know, he's signaling. He's signaling. Yeah. And I, 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 I tell you what, Madison Cawthorn... He has a titanium spine Literally. because of the accident. Yeah. Uh, I think not he was going senator to senator last night trying to persuade them. Yeah. yeah, and he was and just requesting meetings going through. It, it's one thing to stand up in front of a, a, an audience of a, over a thousand students and, and make a promise and make a promise, and then take the convenient way out. Um, Vice President Pence, I prayed with you. I've been in your presence. I've voted for you. I've encouraged you. Um, I, I have stood in support. And right now, the country needs you to do the right thing. Give 74 million people in this nation the opportunity to be heard. 
Otherwise, this vote will never again count. And you have to do the right thing. And I, I would just ask you, please. And he's the one who has to put his head on the pillow at night. When he goes so, to so a lot of people are asking us, they're emailing us. Um, you guys can email us, freedom at charliekirk.com. What exactly did Pence decide to do or not do? Isabel, can you walk us through that? Because um, still very early, we only got to Arizona before all this bedlam broke out. I know. So we don't know necessarily one way or another what Vice President Mike Pence's path forward looks like. I think we have to reconvene and get mm -hmm. back together into this process in order to find out where we go from here. Uh, essentially, what's happening is in this joint session that is mandated on January 6th, the House of Representatives and the Senate of our Congress has convened to make sure that the votes for the Electoral College can be certified. Uh, that all is laid out in the 12th Amendment through our process of electing a new president and vice president of the United States. We go state by state in alphabetical order, and we made it three states deep before pandemonium really broke loose and chaos ensued there at the United States Capitol with some of these protests and uh, pretty unexpected behavior that we were not anticipating. Essentially, what happens is one member of Congress and one member of the Senate have to object simultaneously to the Electoral College results state by state if they believe that there was some sort of fraudulent behavior, if it's not actually certified or went against the United States Constitution, as we've heard a lot about in states like Pennsylvania, not going through the state legislature and instead going through some sort of executive power in the governor's office. Should both houses agree that some sort of fraudulent behavior took place, there are basically two directions that the vice president can use moving forward. Either he can invalidate that entire slate of votes from a particular state, or he can send it back to the state legislatures to be recertified and sort of redebated in that space. Uh, again, we don't know which way the vice president is leaning. We can assume that he's leaning towards not sending anything back towards the state legislatures or invalidating any votes based on a statement he made this morning. But again, really anything could happen after the events of the last few hours. Yeah, and so there's a, uh, so uh, Mike Pence has said he does not have the power vested in him as vice president um, to uh, do anything but just kind of be a master of ceremonies. That is not what precedent tells us. Correct. Um, Richard Nixon in 1960 uh, did decide to count votes separately from what a state certification said. Um, and also he could send it down to the state legislatures, yeah. which is the direct ask of the president. And, and name another time in American history where we've been in a place like this, where it would require the vice president to be more than just a, a ceremonial hood ornament. Right. Do your job. I think, unfortunately, so many of our leaders are operating out of a sense of fear in yep. the last few years, especially. That's why you saw so many of these cases not be taken up through the court system in the proper venue that they should have been. That's uh, why you're seeing people fail to act in times of necessity. And I think, unfortunately, we've let the left get away with so much in creating this culture of fear where we feel like we can't say what we believe in. We can't act on our convictions. We can't worship the God that we worship. Yep. And all of a sudden, this idea of self-censorship has extended to our actions beyond the things that we do or do not say into things that we do or do not do at the end of the day. And that's really disappointing for me to see. So a lot of people are emailing us about uh, Mike Pence and they're saying, um, you know, he has a family, he has maybe a political future. Rob, can you help unpack this a little bit? Some people are asking about his faith. I mean, is it, would it be the Christian thing to do this? Can, can you help unpack this? Because um, I mean, all eyes on Mike Pence, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So in a, in a pluralistic society, in a constitutional republic, when you're elected to office, now Mike Pence has put his faith out there. He, he declares himself um, a Christian. And he's a friend of mine. He's, and, and he's a friend. Well, I, I don't know him like you know him, but I have prayed with him. I have met him on a number of occasions. Um, and, and he has declared himself to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ. 
He has declared himself to be pro-life. He has declared himself to be a, a defender of free speech, a defender of religious liberty. And now we're coming to a place where America's been stifled, an election's been stolen, and nobody has a voice. So free speech, and, and trust me, I'm already under the gun in California. Mm -hmm. The First Amendment, the freedom of religion, we're getting pummeled out there. We're in a lawsuit. I'm getting fined every single week that the church is open. So, Mr. Vice President, it, you declare that. And it's one thing to declare with your mouth. But if your actions do not match your words, faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I don't, I, I'm not questioning your Christianity in that sense, but this is the time for all good men to act. And politicians, because I know this, I was an elected official. I sat on the city council. I was the mayor of the city of Thousand Oaks. I was the mayor uh, pro tem of the city of Thousand Oaks. And I know that politicians seek the path of least resistance. They're like twigs on the banks of a mighty river. They just want to go with the flow. But right now, your nation's calling on you. You govern by our consent. And you're bound by the seven articles of the Constitution. And our, our First Amendment's been violated. The seven articles of the Constitution, you, you have been given this mantle to act in a manner worthy of the sovereign of this nation, we the people. And if that voice is taken and, and you violate the, the religious protections, you violate the free speech protections, you violate our ability to vote in a, in a manner where we would trust that 74 million people feel just cheated. Mm -hmm. and, and I would just say, if, if that is not defended from your position and you have that ability given by our founders, it's unconscionable from my estimation. I don't get it. So uh, I, I hold that position. There is uh, mounting um, evidence to show that Antifa very well might have been behind this. And so uh, we are compiling that in real time. Yeah. Um, Isabel, what are we? We're still trying to confirm some of this stuff. We are. We're hearing allegations that Antifa has been advertising to their members that they should not forget to disguise themselves as patriots or Trump supporters, wear MAGA hats, fly flags mm -hmm. of the United States. We're still trying to confirm that. We're still con trying to confirm that. It has not been confirmed on our end yet, but it does speak to what we've been saying earlier that we generally do not know who these people are. A handful may be. You know, anarchists, a handful, maybe a from the left, we don't know. So we have to be waiting until we get some sort of confirmation from that to make any sort of determinative statement. We have a number, number of congregants that are there, a kind of man on the street. Uh, Pastor Rick Brown's there. And the folks we're hearing from saying this this had nothing to do with the folks they were with. So right. they're they're shocked by it. Well, it certainly doesn't follow the pattern of no. behavior that we no, see I like the way you from patriots at all. And interestingly enough, um, you know, the the Antifa wasn't out there in the streets at all. No, they weren't and anywhere so, to be found. Which is so, eyebrow raising to me. Well, and, and it's almost like they signaled ahead. They, they telegraphed it because you had the mayor saying, we're going to need the, the National right. Guard. Like we're expecting this and we're going to show. I believe she said that yesterday. Yeah. Was that correct? Yeah. So let's, uh, I want to play again for those people that are just coming on the stream. Um, and we're getting lots of questions here. I want to take some of these freedom at charliekirk.com. Um, just President Donald Trump's message uh, to the violence, uh, at least the you know barricades and the windows that were uh, broken into. Uh, outside of that, I don't think we saw. I, I'm trying to just catalog all the violence and be very specific because there were a lot of people that just seemed like they were following the crowd and followed it, um, but there were people that were you know bashing windows and all that nonsense. Right, so I just want to make sure we're specific, you know, uh, with exactly what happened here. Can we play President Trump's message again? I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us.
It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. Some people are, uh, and that's the president's message, they're complimenting you on your message, and they're saying that the vice president should be shown your message. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a good compliment to you. So well, if I operated based on compliments of others, I wouldn't have gotten very far. In life. <laughs> but thank <laughs> you. I wanted to say to thank you, but I I wanted to make sure I played uh, the president's message because currently uh, Twitter is blocking that message, so uh, from getting out there completely. Hmm. A lot of people are just tuning in. Uh, there's a lot of confusion out there. Um, it looks as if um, a couple dozen uh, people, agitators who we do not know, um, the uh, those are. Uh, could be on the left. They could be just people that like to see, you know, things burn. Mm -hmm. um, went into Congress and started to bash barricades and stormed in uh, against uh, the uh, wishes of law enforcement. Uh, this resulted in a confrontation with firearms and guns being drawn. We know of two people being shot with rubber bullets. I don't think they were shot um, with lethal bullets, hopefully not. And uh, this was all after the objection of just the state of Arizona. Uh, we were covering that, and then this entire thing kind of went into total and complete bedlam. Yeah. Right. And so uh, we are waiting to see if Congress will reconvene. Um, uh, they, uh, some people are saying they were real bullets. Were they real bullets or rubber bullets? I've seen conflicting you know, information on that. Uh, we know one person was shot in the neck, but we're not exactly sure uh, exactly what's there. And so breaking right now, uh, two pipe bombs have been found. Um, one at a building uh, that the houses the RNC offices and one in the U.S. Um, Capitol complex. And mm -hmm. so uh, that, is, uh, that is something we're covering very quickly. I want to thank those of you that have been supporting us at charliekirk.com slash support. Our promise to you is to do more coverage and more commentary uh, than any other program out there. So I want to thank some of you that are supporting us uh, at charliekirk.com slash support. Colleen, thank you. Uh, Courtney from Indiana, thank you. Cynthia from California, thank you. Pat from Massachusetts, thank you. Denny from New York, thank you. Uh, Jean from Washington, thank you. And Molly from Ohio, uh, thank you um, for supporting us at charliekirk.com slash support. Uh, Isabel, what are we looking at? So far, I'm seeing lots of chatter about articles of impeachment being drawn up for President Trump, that mm. it's the only way to curb potential violence, according to the left, so that he could not run for president again in the future. It's an interesting take for sure. Uh, we're hearing a lot about some ongoing violence here at the Capitol. People are using metal barricades to try to break open Capitol doors as of about eight minutes Let's ago. Let's get that footage sent in there. Yeah. Um, it seems as if that the um, some people are... The numbers are minimizing, but some of the intensity seems to be increasing Absolutely. on the inside. And again, we don't know who these actors are. You can't judge 
what someone is wearing in these situations as a complete indicator of their beliefs, how they voted, who they're representing. So we are anxiously awaiting any opportunity to verify who these individuals are, but won't be making any sort of determinative statement until that time. Externally in the Capitol, it seems as though the crowds are rapidly dissipating. Yes, that, yeah. that is what that I'm seeing. That seems as if that is there. Can we play this tape here, please? That is definitely uh, not peaceful. Um, and so I'm going to read a tweet here just to use the left's own book of rules against them from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The whole point of protest, and I don't agree, I don't necessarily agree with this, but the whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. Activists take that discomfort with the status quo and advocate for concrete policy changes. Popular support often starts small and grows. To folks who complain, protest demands make others uncomfortable. That's the point. But, of course, now that there is people on the other side doing what the left has done, which I don't necessarily support, um, then we start to see um, not a lot of, you know, a lot of denunciation and calls for arrest. In fact, a congresswoman has just called for the FBI uh, to arrest all these people, which we have predicted. Can we get that next um, tape up, please, of uh, people that are... Bar barring the doors here so and uh, Elon Omar has uh, has said quote uh, she is drawing up articles of impeachment tonight says Trump should be removed from office like that is not a surprise maybe she should Shocking. be the one that's impeached for uh, all of her let's say uh, here we go. misdeeds okay here we are <laughs> them from coming in as alarms sound outside the Capitol building. So, uh, Rob, you have a, a piece of thought on that? Yeah, I just, I, I've been to Trump rallies. I've never seen the flag desecrated like that. It just seems just odd. I, I You know, I, again, we have no idea, but everything I'm watching just doesn't add up. Look, it's, there, it's bizarre to me. Look, there are some people that, quite honestly, sometimes just want to see chaos. Yeah, and they don't They don't necessarily align with any sort of ideology. And well, I, they it, just it, put on the uniform of whatever might align with whatever demonstration right. that is. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I, you know, I'm getting folks not a lot but a handful that saying um you know we we got to go to arms and i that, that why don't you talk about that rob you're yeah. a pastor you're a patriot you're a conservative 
I'm getting emails every other minute at freedom at charliekirk.com. More that don't agree with this, but some people that are saying they're 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 rolling. Well, as a Christian, I would say, you know, take take the cue from the Lord. The the measure of a man is based on the power he possesses that he doesn't use. Remember, it wasn't nails that held Christ to the cross. He was God. Nails don't hold God to a cross. It was his love. And that's why there's a patience and why he declares, be anxious in nothing. Uh, you you want to go straight to arms. You want to fight. You, you want to you shoot something. You, you want to go straight to that direction. Well, it, you live by the sword, you're going to die by that sword. Uh, he, he admonished Peter. And, and granted, there will be times where you're going to be required. Um, Jesus had nothing but positive things to say about the Roman centurions. They were men under authority. What authority are you under? Uh, you want to declare yourself as we the people. And, and yet, did you agitate and force to this extent? Our, our responsibility is to do everything within our power in a constitutional republic to, to save the union and, and to preserve the union. Now, if we're cheated and, and uh, violence is perpetrated on us and we're put in jail, uh, I just think of the greatest movements in the nation have always been through peaceful protest. Uh, but you've got a gun in your hand. You, you worship the Second Amendment. Well, don't forget about the first. And don't forget about the fact that we're endowed by our Creator and we're accountable to that Creator. And so only a moral people can preserve a republic. What, that, that's so, the best so I can person, give you, Charlie. One person asked me, they say, uh, from a Judeo-Christian worldview, um, from a Christian worldview, um, when something is stolen from you, what is the rightful mean to fight back? That's where a lot of people, that's where a lot of people feel right now. Uh, people say, it was stolen from me. Now my recourse, my smashing of windows, my storming of Congress is warranted because my vote was stolen. Okay. You rise and fall before one master. I'll tell you this, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, as a minister, uh, participated in uh, a plot to assassinate Adolf Hitler. I mean, you, you just can't process that. And, and yet... He didn't do that lightly. He didn't do it lightly. But it seems like the, the, the minute something is taken from you, you have a call to arms. Did you show that same passion in walking precincts and making phone calls and contributing to campaigns and going to church and, and educating yourself and your congregations? Did you show the same concern for all the churches that have been shuttered and closed? Or is it just now you, you have this power because you have been shopping and buying all your tactical gear and you want to go to arms? Calm down. Calm down. You rise and fall before one master, but if you're asking from a Judeo-Christian perspective, be anxious in nothing. And you're going to need wisdom on this one. So and Yeah, some people are, and here's another good question, Rob. And again, this we're just going to walk through this. A lot of people are emailing this. I didn't sign up to be the Bible answer, man. So. No, not necessarily the Bible. I'm just, I'm just, I'm you're, you're a calming voice and you add a lot of you wisdom, and so, which is very good. We need that. Um, right and so they're already drafting up... Uh, that this was a domestic terror attack, uh, yeah, all this yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the typical stuff. And the FBI, of course, is heavily, heavily involved in all this. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, so uh, no, I just got asked by our team, should we uh, throw to the uh, Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser? Mm. Uh, no. Mm. <laughs> so I'd rather listen to Rob. Um, <laughs> well, thank God. Yeah, seriously. So... The question that people say is, well, Charlie, why not? Didn't the founders do an armed revolution? It's time. They did. Didn't our, you know, some of our ancestors fight in a civil war? It's time. Why is it not time? Why is that, why, why is that argument wrong right now? It, it, there's, 
if you if you look at the Declaration of Independence and and the patience that they exerted, uh, there were some that wanted to start sooner. There were others that, and you had the Boston Massacre, uh, the you know, and you had the Boston Tea Party. You had folks that were patient. They were long suffering. Uh, you know, not for light and transient causes, and and they listed those. So. You want to do a declaration of independence. You want to do a revolution. You want to go against as as the continental forces did against the greatest nation on the face of the earth, and and who possessed the military and all the might, and they've been ready for this. Well, if you're going to appear, uh, excuse me, if you're going to appeal to heaven as our founders did, and you're going to invoke the Lord four times in the Declaration of Independence like our founders did, and you're going to pledge your lives, your fortunes, and your sacred honor like our founders did, you can't do it for light and transient causes because nobody's going to back you. One in nine Americans fought in the Revolutionary War. You've got to list those causes. You've got to list the reasons why you're rebelling. You've got to appeal to heaven. And uh, just because you got your tactical gear and you've been dreaming of this day, uh, you know, you wanted to move to Montana and get your chain link fence and your canned goods. That's not the way to run it. Uh, a republic is participatory. It's of the people, by the people, and for the people. When we abdicated our responsibility in that public square, and now we're watching it disintegrate because the churches never saw themselves as the ecclesia engaging in the public yeah. square to establish moral principles that would allow us to live in a manner that is liberty, equality, or excuse me, um, morality, uh, brings liberty, virtue, it's the it's triangle freedom, faith, virtue, freedom, excuse me, faith, virtue, and freedom. We abandoned that. And now we're struggling. I would just say to folks, not for light and transient causes, be patient. You, you can all, you, you can always go that direction, but once you go that direction, there's no turning back. Well, that's the, so look, people say, well, then what is the line? Well, look, I, I, I'll be very honest with you. Um, we have showed that with participatory government, you can have differences in government governance. Look at Florida versus California. It's a free state that respects First Amendment rights and has fair and free elections. The other thing is this, which is do not take the don't don't use that language lightly at all. There, there's, there is a ton of suffering that happens once that begins. It's not it's, it's something fun to throw around like I got my gear on and all that. No, you, like be very careful with that. And some people, some people are emailing us and they're saying, well, you know, people are saying that, you know, how do how do you know when that moment comes of that kind of tyranny? And that's a very that's a very fair question. It's a very good question. It shouldn't be taken lightly. Um, and I, I will say this: that we are on the road currently in our country right now to you know societal societal dissolution and anyone who disagree anyone who doesn't look at that is just not looking at it you know fairly however i currently believe that there are still enough decent people that the people are with us and the left is seceding from us we're not seceding from them i truly right. believe that that they're trying to secede from our country and i'm gonna be honest with you guys decades ago my grandfather fought in world war ii to prevent this kind of language from happening. I am going to, every step of the way, denounce and exhaust every peaceable option imaginable to persuade. And you know, if I fail and if I fall flat on my face, then so be it. Yeah. But um, once that begins, I'm telling you right now, it is. It is not. It is not. It's. It's a dark. That is. That is something that is not good. Charlie, I'm oh, sorry. You see, really quickly, Roberta Paulson, which was the protester shot in the neck in Washington D.C., has now reportedly died. So, there has been a casualty from today. 
I think shot this by Capitol Hill police. Shot by Capitol Hill police. And that wasn't a rubber bullet. Mm, that was that I'm, rubber bullet no. would not kill her. So that was a real bullet. There was video footage of the event that of was going shooting? pretty viral on Twitter can as we well. Get, can we? I don't know if YouTube. Connor, will I on think our we have that in the chat. I don't know if we can pull it up. So YouTube people are saying that it. I'm gutless, and then how would the founding fathers handle this? Let me say one thing. You do know that the founders appealed for 15 to 20 years peacefully trying to remedy their differences before Lexington and Concord in 74 or in 1776. That, that there was an entire very long history of all this. And people say, and if you really, really, if you're really using words like revolution and civil war at this moment, which a lot of people are, and I feel the need to address this directly, yeah. then I, I will be very honest. A lot of you do not realize the sort of carnage that comes after that. You don't. You, you, you figure 650,000 soldiers died on a field of battle in a civil war. That represented 2% of the nation's population at the time with 33 million people. Now we're at 330 million, 360 million? 330, roughly. 330 million. Okay, so we're, you just you multiply that. So you're looking at 6.5 million yeah. Americans dead. That's, that's what you're striving for. And in addition, uh, any donkey can knock down a barn door. Let, let's 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 do it better. Any jackass can knock down a barn door. Only a carpenter can build one. Mm -hmm. So every nation is going to revolt. Revolutionaries, they're really good at knocking down barn doors. Well, so just you look at the French; they have a revolution yeah. every other month. So that's you, easy. You got a gun. Oh, and you got your tactical gear, and and you want to go knock down the barn door. But the question is, what are you going to build when you're done? Because revolutionaries know how to bring down governments; they just don't know how to build them. And and. To what purpose? Point. So appe appealing to heaven and being patient and long-suffering is what we're calling for right now. Look, I, I'm the first to tell you that my, my civil rights have been violated. My, excuse me, my inalienable rights have been violated. That of my congregations. It's cost me. It's come at a great price. And, and, and I'm calling for calm. I'm calling for patience. I'm calling that you not be anxious because that's what the scriptures declare. And as Charlie pointed out, historically speaking, before the Revolutionary War, uh, they appealed to a despotic king over and over and over again. So, And, and they went into the, con the declaration prayerfully. Absolutely. They went into it very carefully. And as soon as they signed that, they knew it was done. So look, it's easy to be a you know, keyboard warrior kind of on your couch, but maybe people are re really willing to sacrifice. Maybe you are, maybe I don't want to imply that, but I'm telling you right now, are you willing to lose your friends and your family? That's what they were willing to do when they signed that document. And I'm of the belief. But that they were willing to do it because they had something they were willing to fight for. I'm sorry. And to John. build up. Yeah, to build up. And to try to create for something new. And so look, if you want, if you want to remedy your different, this is a very important point. If you want to remedy differences through physical altercation, a rule, a law of nature is typically it doesn't end well. Just typically, that's just a general law. Don't right? be a don't be a jackass. Be a carpenter. Yeah, and Amen. what? And we still do. And a women, no, we still do have, <laughs> which is a moron. Yeah, exactly. A woman. We still do have many mechanisms in our country that have, and that's why I was such a big believer in Mike Pence using those yeah. mechanisms yeah. to prevent nonsense from this. Absolutely. You want more of this nonsense? Don't stand and fight. And it's very important that we lay responsibility. Um, at, that, that's, uh, that, that's why Vice President Pence is, is that release valve. He's the pressure release valve for all of this. 
it, we're calling on him. He has a great responsibility. Right. So uh, I want to warn you, this is incredibly graphic. Um, I hope YouTube doesn't take down our stream for this. Um, but this is a woman getting shot. Is that right? Yeah. From what I can tell, we showed a photo earlier in this live stream of guns being pointed through the window inside one of the chambers in the Capitol building. That's what I'm guessing this bullet is coming from. Is that scene that we saw earlier today? But yeah, let's go ahead and show you guys. Uh, and before what's I happening. say this is just a tragedy. And, yeah, it is um, heartbreaking. Whoever, if she was a leader or led this woman into this. There's going to be a lot of criminal investigations into yes. this now that this has happened. This is, um, you know, this is not uh, not good. Play tape. Uh, for those of you calling for civil war, that's what you're calling for. Just so we're clear, mm. you're calling for a lot more body bags. That's if that's hard to watch, which it is. It is. And you thought, and now someone's dead because someone uh, stormed the Capitol. I'm glad we showed that video for that reason because it's hard to watch. You saw someone die, and. Did it get you what you wanted? No, it actually probably brought your cause back even further than you can imagine. You know why? The FBI and the DOJ are now going to have unchecked power to use terrorist provisions of the Patriot Act to now go after every single Trump supporter in the country. That's what today did. Is now the FBI does, is not going to have to go through a FISA court or anything of that and do that. Rob, do you have a thought on that? Yeah, the, the weaponization of government uh, against the sovereign, we the people. And um, if if they continue to overstep, they, they, you know, I stepped down from office because the governor of the state of California was violating the Constitution he swore to defend. And when I took that oath of office, I took it seriously. I, I, I'm, I'm constrained as an elected official by those seven articles of the Constitution, those 27 amendments. And when that governor violated that, I could not in good conscience serve on that, that council and then have them um, censure me continually. And, and I would just say if government continues in that route and if they weaponize government to that extent and there's no release valve for we the people, they're pushing Americans towards that place they don't want. And, and I would encourage those in, in elected office that swore to defend that constitution, including the Capitol Police and every law enforcement official, back away. You swore to defend that constitution. You're bound by it. And how can you defend something you don't know anything about? That's right. I would ask every law, law enforcement official and every elected official out there, anyone in a military who has sworn to defend that constitution, I would ask you to revisit it. And I would ask you to look at those seven articles and then reread the 27 amendments and realize that you govern by the consent of the sovereign, we the people. And start to realize that, especially for law enforcement and military personnel, you're sheepdogs, you're natural predators. And, and sheep, you, you don't hurt us, but the minute you start to hurt the sheep, you're no longer a sheepdog, you're a predator. But you have to be under constraint by the master. And the master is the one that's given you, as it says in Romans 13, that you are a minister of justice to execute wrath on those who would do evil. But we, we carry the sword and we don't carry it in vain. That's the Second Amendment. And, and in Romans 13, we the people are the authority. And, and by consent, we've allowed you to govern. Don't screw it up. Go back, revisit that constitution. Everybody wake up because if we're gonna defend a republic, we need to know what we're defending. Don't be a jackass, mm -hmm. don't knock down the barn door, 
be a carpenter, revisit that, start to rebuild this republic. Isabel, do you have an update you want we to share? We do have another update from D.C. Congresswoman Cori Bush, who is from the state of Missouri, has started to draft a new resolution for the House of Representatives that would expul uh, allow for expulsion of Republican members of Congress who were attempting to overturn the election. So anyone who signed on to any sort of objection to the Electoral College votes may be expelled from Congress as a result of this resolution. Talk <laughs> I, I about would, living in two different Americas. Yeah, I would, I would say of her doing that and, and those you say, and let's go to, you know, guns, that's what we're... It is what we're dealing with right yeah. before our eyes, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think we're starting to see this reality play out today in so many different facets, intellectually, through Congress, through realms of legal means, through realms of violence. We clearly are living in two very different societies. One governed by God and governed by reality and one that's complete anarchy and chaos. Yeah. yeah, that is exactly right. Continue to email us your thoughts, freedom at charliekirk.com. Uh, people are saying that video was horrible. It was horrific. It was. You're right. It was. That's, what, that, that's the type of sequence I'm trying to avoid, just so we're clear. I hate that. Yeah. That's a disgusting thing. Um, and that was, that was preventable, okay? And it was preventable either by the agitators or whatever. And there are people out there, and that's why I am still of the opinion that this was a leftist infiltration that influence and infiltrate certain, you know, organizations, and they do this just because they want to see the world burn. Absolutely. We're starting to see more chaos spin out outside of D.C. as well. I'm seeing reports from the mayor of Denver, Mayor Hancock, that there's about 700 individuals downtown at the state capitol in Colorado. I'm expecting that we'll probably be seeing a lot of that around the country as well yeah. today. Um, continue to email us your questions, freedom at charliekirk.com. I want to thank some people that are uh, supporting us at charliekirk.com slash support. Um, it really helps us out a lot. It really does as we do this and as we try to make sense of all this. Charlie, can I add that yeah, please there do. isn't another organization in America. I mean, I, I, I came out here to Phoenix on my own dime to sit with you. There's not another organization in America that is doing what you're doing right now. And, and the calm and the wisdom and the insights, it, people are longing for information that they can process. And I just, I wanna say thank you. That's why my wife and I support all that you do. Thank you. I wanna thank Tyler from New York. I wanna thank Brian from Wisconsin. I wanna thank Marcia from Michigan. Uh, I wanna thank T Tamara from California. I wanna thank Samantha from Colorado, all for supporting us at charliekirk.com slash support. We're gonna keep on doing this. Rob, do you wanna close us in prayer? I think I'd our nation to. needs it. Yeah. Lord, we, we're thankful that none of this got you by surprise. You're God of order. And here we're watching chaos. But yet, Lord, you're greater than all this. Greater is he who's in us and he who's in the world. And you call us that we call upon the name of the Lord, we will be saved. You're a strong tower, the righteous run into you and they are saved. Lord, I pray that this would cause folks to be shaken to their core, that they would realize that there is a God in heaven and he is a God who rules in the affairs of men. And we are living on his, his earth. We're drinking his water, breathing his air and eating his food, but we must live by his rules. And so, Lord, please, I pray that this would be a wake-up call for every man and woman to evaluate their lives and say, God, have mercy on me. Have mercy on this nation. Awaken me to the wise restraints that make men free, that the laws of nature and nature's God would be applied once again to this constitutional republic, that men and women can live longer than 244 years in the most liberty any nation on the in the history of the world have ever experienced. But God, we also pray for 
patience that folks wouldn't be anxious in anything but by prayer and supplication like we're doing now and appealing to you that you would guard our hearts and our minds in christ jesus we do pray for peace we know that you fashion hands for war but lord that comes there's a season for everything but right now you're calling us to appeal and lord not knock down the the barn door but but build it so god please i pray that you would do an amazing work and call an awakening and a revival across the land and we pray for those who've been affected adversely those who've been hurt we pray for protection and lord we pray for calmer heads to prevail and so we commit this to you and we thank you that we have a god to call to as the founders did that we can appeal to you even uh, as as the greatest empire on the face of the earth england that had just defeated the second greatest empire france was coming down on this ragtag group of colonies and was going to decimate them but yet when we appeal to you and we're right with you there's no weapon fashioned against us that will stand so lord please bring an awakening and a revival across this land and we ask this in your matchless mighty name amen, amen.